Father, thank you for this morning. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thanking the name of Jesus for all the help that we have received from you. You are help from ages past and our hope for years to come. We, we, we are so grateful to you. Father, this morning we ask that you break the bread, cause our eyes to open and cause the next few moments to be, to be moments of life, light and lift. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. I trust that you rested well. Among the many things that are passing through my spirit this morning, the strongest that I would like to share with you is a very simple advice. Don't blame Adam. Um, you, you see, don't blame Adam. Stop blaming Adam. Now, um, if you can find someone to blame for your failure or your current state or your situation, then you have immortalized failure. You have empowered failure to repeat itself if you can blame someone else for that failure. Meaning the blame game is a cursed life. The curse is an empowerment to fail. If you can blame people consistently for why you are not advancing in life, you are living under a curse. The day you get up and take responsibility, the, the fact that Isaac blessed Jacob and didn't bless Esau cannot stop Esau from progressing and, and becoming great. If Esau will rise up and take responsibility. The Bible says when Jacob will meet Esau later on in life, he divided his family into three, a company. He was willing, he, he was so great that he was willing to part with a particular uh, percentage of his family and, and, and property and lose them if Esau was so angry. And he offered them to Esau and Esau said, look, forget it. God has blessed me. I'm, I'm big, I'm comfortable. I'm a mighty nation myself. I may, not as, I may not be as big as you are, but I think I'm grateful for where I am. That is how a man who takes responsibility for his life begins to approach life. It is not about, it's not about what Adam did. It's about what you have not known. Is it true that life could have been better under certain circumstances if Adam didn't do what he did? Yes, but that will not make God a perfect God. If we are still at that point, there is something God has done for you now that is much more than what Adam did. It's much more. So don't blame Adam. Stop looking for who to blame. It's time to stand up and take responsibility. You see, the Bible talks about the first Adam. Then he talks about the last Adam. If there was a first Adam and the first Adam failed, then <laughs> we are grateful that the last Adam did not fail. If the first Adam failed, then we are glad that the last Adam did not fail. We are so grateful that he did not fail. You see, because if we continue, if we continue to stay at that place, stay at that place where we are blaming people, then we are going to we are going to lose the opportunity to progress. First Corinthians for chapter 15, first Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption, it is raised in incorruption, it is sown in dishonor, is raised in glory. 
Okay, verse 45. And so it is written. The first Adam became a living being, but the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. Now, the first thing I want you to know here is that there was a first Adam and there was a last Adam. You don't need to blame the first Adam. You can check out what did the last Adam do. The Bible says he was not just a living being. He didn't just have enough life to sustain himself. The Bible says the last Adam is a life-giving spirit. Have you explored the beauties of the assignment of the last Adam? You can't keep blaming the first Adam when there is so much the last Adam has done. The presence of the last Adam has made it unnecessary to blame the first Adam. Did the first Adam fail? Yes, he did. But was there a last Adam? Did he succeed? The Bible says, for this reason, so man was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Has he done his job? Let us explore what the last Adam has done. Uh, the Easter message is a beautiful message, but it's also a call to responsibility. It's a call to know what is yours in Christ. I trust that I bless you. I'm sure God, and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope.